Section 18 of Selections from the Table Talk of Martin Luther. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Mark Warner. Selections from the Table Talk of Martin Luther by Martin Luther. Translated by Henry Bell. Section 18. Of Imperial Diets and Assemblies in Causes of Religion. In the year 1518, the ninth of July, when I, said Luther, was cited and summoned, I came and appeared. Frederick Prince Elector of Saxony, having appointed me a great and strong convoy and safe conduct, I was warned in any case not to have conversation with the Italians, nor to repose any trust or confidence in them. I was three whole days in Augsburg without the Emperor's safe conduct. In the meantime, an Italian came unto me, and carried me to the Cardinal Cayetan, and by the way he earnestly persuaded me to revoke and recant. I should, said he, need to speak only one word before the cardinal, namely, revoco, and then the cardinal would recommend me to the pope's favor, so that with honor I might return safely again to my master, the prince-elector. After three days, the bishop of Trier came, who in the emperor's name showed and declared to the cardinal my safe conduct. Then I went unto him in all humility fell down first upon my knees secondly all along upon the ground thirdly when i had remained a while so lying then the cardinal three times bade me arise whereupon i stood up this pleased him well hoping i would consider and better bethink myself the next day when i came before him again and would provoke nothing at all then he said unto me what thinkest thou the pope careth for germany or dost thou think that the princess will raise arms and armies to maintain and defend thee oh no where wilt thou remain in safety i said under heaven after this the pope humbled himself and wrote to our church yea he wrote even to the prince elector's chaplain and to one of his counsellors spilenton and fifinger that they would surrender me unto his hands and procure that his pleasure and command might be put in execution and the pope wrote also to the prince elector himself after the following manner although as touching my person thou art to me unknown yet i have seen thy father prince ernestus at rome who was altogether an obedient son to the church he visited and frequented our religion with great devotion and held the same in highest honour i wish and would that thy illustrious serenity would also tread in his footsteps etc but the prince elector well marked the pope's unaccustomed humility and his evil conscience he was also acquainted with the power and operation of the holy scriptures therefore he remained where he was and returned thanks to the pope for his affection towards him my books said luther in a short time went yea flew throughout europe therefore the prince elector was confirmed and strengthened insomuch that he utterly refused to execute the pope's commands but subjected himself under the acknowledgment of the scriptures if the cardinal had handled me with more discretion at augsburg and had dealt kindly with me when i fell at his feet then it had never come thus far for at that time i saw very few of the pope's errors which now i see had he been silent so had i lightly held my peace the style and custom of the romish court in dark and confused cases was this that the pope said we by papal power do take these causes unto us we quench them out and destroy them i am persuaded that the pope willingly would give three cardinals on condition that it were still in that vessel wherein it was before he began to meddle with me of luther's journey and proceedings at the imperial diet at worms anno fifteen twenty on tuesday in the passion week said luther i was cited by the herald to appear at the diet 
he brought with him a safe conduct from the emperor and many other princes but the safe conduct was soon broken even the next day wednesday at worms where i was condemned and my books burned now when i came to erfurt i received intelligence that i was cast and condemned at worms yea and that in all cities and places thereabout it was published and spread abroad insomuch that the herald asked me whether i meant to go to worms or no although i was somewhat astonished at the news yet i answered the herald and said although in worms there were as many devils as there are tiles on the houses yet god willing i will go thither when i came to oppenheim in the palatinate not far from worms bucher came unto me and dissuaded me from entering into the town for said he scalapian the emperor's confessor had been with him and had entreated him to warn me not to go thither for i should be burned but rather that i should go to a gentleman there near at hand francis von sickingen and remain with him who willingly would receive and entertain me this plot the wicked wretches said luther had devised against me to the end i should not appear for if i had contracted the time and stayed away three days then my safe conduct had been expired and then they would have locked the town gates and without hearing i should have been condemned and made away but i went on in all simplicity and when i saw the city i wrote presently to spalatine and gave him notice of my coming and desired to know where i should be lodged then they all wondered at my coming which was so far from their expectation for they verily thought i would have stayed away as scared through their threatenings there were two worthy gentlemen john von hirschenfeld and st john schott who received me by the prince elector's command and brought me to their lodging no prince came unto me but only earls and gentlemen who earnestly looked upon me and who had exhibited four hundred articles to his imperial majesty against those of the spirituality and desired a redress and a removing of those their grievances otherwise they themselves should be constrained to remedy the same from all which grievances they are now delivered through the gospel which i god be praised have brought again to light the pope at that time wrote to the emperor that he should not perform the safe conduct for which end all the bishops also pressed the emperor but the princes and states of the empire would not consent thereunto for they alleged that a great tumult thereupon would arise i received of them a great deal of courtesy insomuch that the papists were more afraid of me than i was of them for the landgrave of hesse being then but a young prince desired that i might be heard and he said openly unto me sir is your cause just and upright then i beseech god to assist you now being in worms i wrote to scalapian and desired him to make a step unto me but he would not then being called i appeared in the senate house before the council and state of the whole empire where the emperor and the princes electors in person were assembled then dr eck the bishop of trier's fiscal began and said unto me martin thou art called hither to give answer whether thou acknowledgest these writings to be thy books or no the books lay on the table which he showed unto me i answered and said i believe they be mine but Jerome scherf presently thereupon said let the titles of them be read now when the same were read then i said yea they are mine then he said will you revoke them i answered and said most gracious lord and emperor some of my books are books of controversies wherein i touch my adversaries some on the contrary are books of doctrine the same i neither can nor will revoke but if in case i have in my books of controversies been too violent against any man then i am content therein to be better directed and for that end i desire respite of time then they gave me one day and one night
the next day i was cited by the bishops and others who were appointed to deal with me touching my revocation then i said god's word is not my word therefore i know not how to give it away but in whatsoever is therein besides the same i will show obedience then marquis joachim said unto me sir martin so far as i understand you are content to be instructed excepting only what may concern the holy writ i said yea then they pressed me to refer the cause to his imperial majesty i said i durst not presume so to do then they said do you not think that we are also christians who with all care and diligence would finish and end such causes you ought to put so much trust and confidence in us that we would conclude uprightly to that i answered and said i dare not trust you so far that you should conclude against yourselves who even now have cast and condemned me being under safe conduct yet nevertheless that ye may see what i will do i will yield up into your hands my safe conduct and do with me what ye please then all the princes said truly he offereth enough if not too much afterwards they said yield unto us yet in some articles i said in god's name such articles as concern not the holy scriptures i will not stand against presently hereupon two bishops went to the emperor and showed him that i had revoked then the emperor sent another bishop unto me to know if i had referred the cause to him and to the empire i said i had neither done it nor intended so to do in this sort said luther did i alone resist so many insomuch that my doctor and divers others of my friends were much offended and vexed by reason of my constancy yea some of them said if i had referred the articles to their consideration they would have yielded and given way to those articles which in the council at Kosnitz had been condemned then came cochleus upon me and said sir martin if you will yield up your safe conduct then i will enter into dispute with you i for my part said luther in my simplicity would have accepted thereof but hieronymus scherf earnestly entreated me not to do the same and in derision and scorn answered cochleus and said o brave offer if a man were so foolish as to entertain it then came a doctor unto me belonging to the marquis of baden essaying with a strain of high-carried words to move me admonished me and said truly sir martin you are bound to do much and to yield for the sake of fraternal love and to the end that peace and tranquillity among the people may be preserved lest tumults and insurrections should be occasioned and raised besides it were also greatly befitting you to show obedience to the imperial majesty and diligently to beware of causing offences in the world therefore i would advise you to revoke whereupon said luther i said for the sake of brotherly love and amity i could and would do much so far as it were not against the faith and honour of christ when all these had made their vain assaults then the chancellor of trier said unto me martin luther you are disobedient to the imperial majesty therefore you have leave and license to depart again with your safe conduct in this sort i again departed from worms with a great deal of gentleness and courtesy to the wondering of the whole christian world insomuch that the papists wished they had left me at home after my departure that abominable edict of proscribing was put in execution at worms which gave occasion to every man to revenge himself upon his enemies under the name and title of protestant heresy but the tyrants not long after were constrained to recall the same again end of section eighteen recording by mark warner